0: From the start to the finish, go hard every
1: winning is the Heart of a Villain. Hello everybody and welcome to a Friday night edition of the Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains Worldwide Brotherhood. Guys, it is a Friday night. We are back on Friday nights just for this week only, because we have a special idea that has just kind of percolated over the well, it's been something I've been thinking about doing over the last Few weeks, but as as things happen in life, right? Uh, there are times when you you come across something, you see something. When people say things, uh, you you just come. It it just things happen, right? Things just things just happen at the right time. And um, I've been thinking about doing this topic for a bit, and then all of a sudden, you just a, a certain set of circumstances have happened in my life, in other people's lives. And I've seen uh, a certain brother we're gonna be talking about, we're gonna be talking to uh, tonight, uh, went live with a message yesterday that just really fit fit and hit home a little bit with with what we were what I was already thinking about in a different way. but the the raw nature in which he spoke uh, really touched me and really hit home. And I said, this is this is something speaking to me saying that this is the right time to do it. So we moved everything to make everything work for tonight and uh, we pushed it back from last night to tonight so hopefully that didn't mess up too many people's schedules and if it did i'm sorry you can listen on a regular podcast platform later on uh, where can you do that well you can listen to that on see how fancy i'm getting here the heart of a the heart of a or you can listen on any other podcast platform if this is your first time here hey i'm bp nice to meet you I doubt you're the first time here, but hey, if you are, great to see you. Great to see you. Uh, this is episode 179. 179. Just a few more episodes down the road, we're going to be hitting number 200. I have no idea what's going to be in store for that one. We'll just have to wait and see. But um, it's th- this night, tonight, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the kind of the topic of reflection. And it's a very wide ranging topic. I have no idea exactly where. This is going to go. Um, I'm just going to say that right now. Anytime we bring in kind of a roundtable discussion, we have no idea. We have no idea where it's going to take us, and I have kind of an idea where to start from. But as you know, I had a conversation with Popeye yesterday, and great, and, and I've had many conversations uh, with our other guests that are coming in tonight as well. There's, these are the best conversations, I think, sometimes when we just start out with kind of an idea and we just see where our heart takes us and where our minds take us and uh, where we're going to go from there. But um, I'm going to bring in a couple guests in here in just a second. Um, one of our guests is, is uh, unfortunately running just a little bit behind doing some family stuff, so he'll be joining us in just a little bit. I'm talking about Popeye, but I've got Matt that's going to join us in just a couple minutes, and Radar Matt from all the way down in Australia. We're doing some technology wizardry tonight, guys. We got somebody, we got Midwest, we got somebody on the Near East Coast, we got somebody in Australia, all joining us tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fun time, and hopefully, you know, if nothing else, I know the four of us are going to get some good stuff out of this out of this conversation, and uh, hopefully, anybody that's going to be listening to this too is going to is going to um, pick up some stuff from it as well. Um before I bring in our guests, I just want to talk um for a minute uh, about the the tonight. I'm gonna to be talking after we get done with the interviews. Like I said, I have no idea how long this show is gonna go. Um I'm gonna do merch just a little bit differently tonight because um we've done we've mentioned merch uh the last few weeks. I know there were several patches that were available I'm raising money for our brother Fox um for his cancer fight. And uh, due to a, a few sets of circumstances that we're going to talk about a little later, uh, I wanted to just kind of focus on a couple of things, and hopefully, I, you know, I always worry about this. Hopefully, I'm not forgetting anybody. I'm, I'm sure anybody in our um, hey! anybody in our uh, anybody in our chat will will make sure I'm if I am uh, forgetting somebody, they'll let me know. But. The, the merch tonight, I'm just going to be mentioning two specific things and they're raising money for families. And, um, I think it's important just to set aside other stuff and focus on them. Uh, if, like I said, in preparation for tonight and trying to get everything in order, in order, I'm there's, there's a possibility that I've forgotten something. And like I said, if, if that's the case, somebody will please let me know that I've forgotten something and, and, uh, we'll, we'll just take it from there and I'll apologize (laughs) <laughs> to the ends of the earth. But um, so what what I wanted to talk, where I wanted to start with tonight was this idea of reflection, and the the, uh, the the purpose being that I don't know if it's like a midlife crisis. I don't know if it's a uh, well it might be that. <laughs> um, I don't know if it, it's just bec- it's become a situation over the last several years that I've become very reflective. Uh, for a variety of reasons, getting older uh your body feeling older your your age just creeping up on you now um you know pushing pushing fifty this year uh the big five oh hit me um but over the last few years, you know you it, at this age, if it doesn't happen earlier in life, uh watching friends um watching you know old high school classmates pass away um before you think they should at a young age, watching. Friends that you've met in your adult life pass away, um, and, you, and you see f- through a variety of circumstances, it makes you just kind of contemplate what your place is and where, where your place is and what you want to do, how you want to be remembered, all, all, sorts of, all sorts of deep, deep thoughts. And these things dominate some of my thought processes during those late quiet moments at night after, the kid, after everybody in that family has gone to bed, and I found myself thinking and thinking about, you know, enj- kind of spending some time reminiscing, enjoying it's very, sim- very easy for me. I'm a very visual person, uh, an audible person. So I find myself going down rabbit holes all the time on YouTube and different things, um, where it's just like a memory lane type of thing. And I love doing that. It gives me chills. It gives me uh, all sorts of really cool, creative thoughts, thinking back. Um, thinking back on life and how quickly time flies and how, um, how fleeting it can be, as uh, a certain Mr. Robin Williams used to say on Dead Poets Society. So many of those good one-liners in there. But it makes, you think, uh, makes me think about you know, uh, how I want to be remembered. And it makes me think about, um, it makes me realize what an amazing addition to my life Bearded Villains has been yeah, most of you know my story that I was you know, I went to high school, graduated from college, right out of college, got married and got started my first adult job in law enforcement uh, at twenty three years old. And when you start into that career that quickly, all you know is cops. All you know is cops. And that's all you hang out with. you're you, lose touch with a lot of your old high school friends, and it's just that's, that's the life. And you become known, and you become known for that job. And I always said growing up, I always said to myself that I wanted to be remembered not for, uh, not for the job I have, but for the man I am. And that was a really, really important distinction for me. And unfortunately, in that line of work, it's impossible for that to happen because everywhere you go, people know you for that job. I would go to conventions. I would go to dinners uh, with my wife's, you know, coworkers, whatever. And instantly, it's like, "Hey, and you got got any fun stories?" Oh, here's the cop. Anytime you walk into a room full of people, oh, shush, 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 here's the cop. And you just it becomes part of your persona. People don't think of you without that. And it's it's a crazy way to live. And so, all I knew for those first, you know, twenty years of my real adult life, working life was that that life that you know the the, the cops the, the those kind of people making adult connections outside of that profession was next to near impossible and you're always wondering if somebody does try to befriend you are they trying is there some ulterior motive are they doing it for some other reason is it because of just who you are or the reverse do people not want to get to know you because of that and Um, it it hinders a lot of that personal growth that you may have. And so you're always on the guard, you're you're always on guard. But through BV, once I retired and through the connections and the people that I've met through BV, I found it very quickly that, that, and I've said this before, there's some very, very good people out there. Uh, There's some great men out there. And men that I, that come from all walks of life that I never would have met otherwise. And so... I think it's um, it's it, it's taught me so much about who I am and who I want to be. It's reminded me that it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay to have flaws. I have many, but it's okay that you're not perfect. That you don't live a perfect life. Um, the the there's many many good people out there who are flawed who had problems who would have been on the other side of my previous job many times, but they're good men, bad decisions at times, but good men. And so BV has allowed me not only to grow as a man, but grow as a father, grow as a husband, um, and seeing examples from other men, seeing examples set from other men. And it's been one of the most enjoyable parts about What BV is and what it's what it's been for me. Um, So I have learned so much um, through the life through and seeing life through a completely different lens. Being a part of BV and the growth that I think personal growth that I've had has just been immense. And so I just kind of wanted to start there, um, talking about you know reflecting on life and um, the fact that we 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 always talk about. You know, we as men aren't easily aren't easily swayed into fe- feeling like we can talk about things. Uh, a lot of times, we feel like we have to be uh, quiet. We have to hold things in. And um, this is just a great opportunity, I think, for us to talk a little bit about um, what BV is, what it's meant to us, um, and how, if if any way, it correlates to. Um, how we want to live our life? How do we want to be remembered um, as men? I'll, I'll just leave. I'll leave this quote real quick, and then I'll bring our, our two guests that are here in. Um, and it's <laughs> there's there's a quote that I came across and I remember it during my college days, uh, and it was that you. It was on a poster I, I saw, and it said, "Live life, live your life, so that your epitaph reads no regrets." And that was such an eye-opener to me, and um, I just thought, wow, what a a life it would be to be able to live that way. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in uh, my two guests here now, and uh, the ones that I have so far, and Popeye's going to join us here in just a little bit. But let's bring in our two guests that we have right now. I'm talking about Radar, and I'm talking about Matt. How are you guys doing tonight?
0: good thanks yeah. brother what's up what's up what's up
1: well so hopefully I didn't completely talk everybody's ear off there I, I wanted to just kind of set some things up a little bit but um, I I don't know if you guys were able to really hear a lot about what I said there um, but I'm just curious um, and, I, and I let's start let's start from the far side here uh, down in Australia um, what are your thoughts, man, on Matt, on the, uh, you know, just being reflective on your time in BV and uh, what it's done for you?
2: Yeah, just listening to you talk um, definitely got me thinking. Um, it's been a roller coaster for me. Um, it's definitely taught me a lot about myself, um, forced me out of my comfort zone. Um, and there's a lot of things that I will always be grateful for. Um, as, as I suppose, you know, I'll, I'll be pretty raw here and then go back a bit for me. Like as the, the young kid at school that was overweight, that got teased, that always got left out of everything, to now be in a, in a leadership position of my chapter and to have people that believe in me, it's pretty special. Um, As I said, it's taught me a lot uh, over the years, and it's also allowed me to meet so many amazing dudes out there, uh, people that I would never have met. You know, being as far away as Australia is from everyone else, it's allowed me to to meet so many good men that I look up to, that I can reach out to. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a topic we could talk about for a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. I know, uh, Radar, you've had many conversations like this uh, on this topic, Um, but just uh, wherever wherever it's hitting you right now, um, what's what's on your mind right now?
0: Yeah, so I know there's like a delay. I'm watching this on like three different uh, monitors.
1: Oh well, don't um, watch! Don't watch! Don't watch the delayed version. Watch the one that you're talking to me no, on. No, no, no. I'm,
0: I'm going to address the live version, which is my phone. I have my MacBook, my iPad. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, um, I love when guys, bros, you know, get to speak their truth. You know, um, you know, you. I was on a live the other day, last night or yesterday, and it was just like, I wish that more of us addressed. Um, Having our issues, owning our shit. Um, oh shit! Can I curse? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Shit. Shit, shit. <laughs> shit, shit. 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 Yeah. No. No. <laughs>
1: load. Um, load it up.
0: No. 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 It's one of those. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dropping like f bombs or nothing like that. I just, you know, like so many of us, like we we deal with these things, man. As fathers, as uncles, as you know, just brothers. Uh, there's a lot of weight uh, attributed to us and and like we definitely we hide how we feel and i'm 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 such an advocate of guys expressing themselves that there isn't a um, I'm soft you'' uh, you're, 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 you're ah, I hate it like I hate it I hate, like i'm not i'm not I'm not trying to get too deep in this. But it's just one of those. It's like, man, I wish more guys were just open enough to say that they're going through shit. Like me, I'm super transparent, right? I give you the funny, ha-ha, I'm all for the things and things like that. But I definitely I make it a point to go, hey, I have my problems too. Um, my kids are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I love my kids. But I have no problem saying that my kids can be assholes. They're not assholes all the time. I can say I'm dealing with relationship issues not not in a bad way. It's just like, hey, we're just ironing things out, but the transparency needs to be said um for guys like us that people look forward to you know speaking and touching on things because not everyone is 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 up for being as vocal as us, you know as many of us, you know. I do all the charity, I do all the work, I do all this shit, but i love I love sharing that I love sharing with people that I'm a normalized person, right? like I go through things, you know, I had a moment just the other night, and it was just like I didn't want to save the video out of embarrassment, you know because there are times where I go through shit, and it's just like, but this is how people see me, so. Will that change the dynamic of how people treat me? You know, but you you, you, you got to step out of that, man. So you you got to be yourself, right? Regardless of who you are, where you're with, who you represent, just be authentic, man. Be genuine. Be just own your shit. I tell people that all the time. As a hopeful, people come to me and I'm just like, yo, I don't care what you do in this journey. Own it, love it, blah blah blah. But just be yourself the whole damn time, please. Just beat yourself.
1: Do you um, do you feel do you feel that there is a expectation maybe uh, I think is kind of where you where you were leading to that um, that you're expected to kind of be two different people that you're expected yeah. to be that charitable person, the person that's always happy that people always can count on to help lift them up but that it's not okay for you to be that person that has your own issues your has your own faults that, that doesn't, that there are times when you're not always that uplifting person and that you, you need to have that downtime to be real with yourself.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) If you're speaking about me personally, yes. Um, But it's expected in a lot of bros. Like we have many bros who encourage others to be positive, you know, live their life because like a lot of us don't understand what we're going through. You know, it's like, hey you're you're sick I'm not you're unhappy I'm happy uh your life is shit my life is great, so we empathize in a lot of situations we don't sympathize, but I definitely think you know I definitely think like it's it's us it's us like like we have that responsibility to go bro, I'm here for you.
1: <laughs> there you go. You're back.
0: Like the apathy has to be there. You have to really go, can I remove myself from this situation to talk about it? Um, and that's why I do. You know, I go through my own shit, but I never hold anyone accountable for my help, lack of help, um situations and things like that. It's just it's just it's just, it's just, it's just one of those man Like, like you kind of just got to own it. You kind of <laughs> You kind of gotta live through what it is you're going through, and your support system is everything. Like me, I've been in this five years now, and I love going. I love. I love knowing that I know someone that knows everything about something. Mm. B V. but you'll you'll have guys who just don't reach out. You have guys who don't. Uh, they just don't try but they're disgruntled they're 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 upset they're like oh bv isn't for me because i couldn't get my point across one conversation it's like yo there's a lot of us man like we're here for you you just got to reach out you know yeah
1: Yeah. i do you do you think um and I'll, i'll toss it back to you uh matt for just a second do you do you feel and and think about your answer here, Radar too. It throws you off. Um, do you guys, no, 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 it's, it's just, I'm trying to, I want to make sure that we, we bounce around a little bit. Um, that do you guys feel that there is, um, do you guys ever have the conscious thought of, um, like legacy or what you're, what you're being going to be remembered for, or what you're going to be, uh, uh, However, is going to, how others are going to be thinking of you, um, as you, as you promote, as you, as you show yourself to the world through the lens of BV.
2: Definitely think about it. Um, I definitely. It's. I think every day you sort of put your best foot forward, knowing that. You know, I want to work towards people remembering myself and my chapter, not just in my area, but their, you know, the, the other members' areas as well. As people that have done some good for people around them that have been supportive. Like, I want to be as supportive as I can for the guys in my chapter and, and other people around the world that, you know, I speak to that, you know, through the, the check-ins that a, that a few of us do on, on social media and, and keeping tabs on one another. Like, I want to be someone that can help inspire People. That's how well, I want to be remembered. Someone that was there for others, that helped to inspire people. Um, to create some sort of change and, and you know, some sort of positivity in a world that can be a little bit you know messed up at times. Um, yeah, it's definitely something you, you sort of you strive towards. You, you've got to have something bigger than yourself to work towards.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Oh my God, I love that answer. Because I say the same, it's just truth. Like, I come from shit, man. But I, I just want to give back to everything that I couldn't do back in the day. So I, 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 get it. Totally agree.
1: Yeah, for me, um, I had this weird, and I, I don't really call it really an epiphany. If you were to say, you know, that fancy word that it is, but several years ago, and I remember, I remember this kind of a flip switch mindset thing that that hit me, and and, and honestly the the grown up part of me now the the um the adult mind in me probably would recognize it as um probably a form of um, a depression type thought um, and I think it's one of those that we we all go through at some point in our lives but but somewhere in the late high school early college days um, I went through this this thing where I started thinking, even that early on. Um, what if tomorrow is it? What if you know? Because you know, I think sadly, I think everybody has been through that period of time in that young part of your life where somebody, um, you know, if it's if it's somebody that you know in high school or your early college days, that's either is killed in a car accident or has some sort of an accident, or uh, for for those of you that served in the military. Guys at a very young age um, lose their lives, and you realize very quickly how li- how quickly how, how fleeting life can be. And I, I say that that word all the time with it. But um, and so for me, when I started thinking about that, I immediately flipped a switch in my mind that said, "I don't want to be that person that is remembered as a burden. I don't want to be that person that is remembered as." You know, oh, he was always this. He was always that. I wanted to be the one that said, if people were talking about me, that, you know, after I was gone, I wanted it to be a positive thought. He always had a smile on his face. He always had a, you know, that. And so I think from an early age, way back, you know, 30 years ago, I started putting on that mask. I put on that persona of, I'm happy all the time. And now it's all I've yeah. lived for 30 years. I don't know how to live another way.
0: Oh, yeah. It happens. It definitely happens, bro. Happens. Some of the happiest people we know are, are not as happy as you would think. Um, but it's what we know. It's what we know how to do. It's, it's, it's just how we live. Like We go, I have to do this just because. You know what I mean? A lot of us do that yeah and, and it's just it's just what we know like me I, I've been on my own since I was 16, so like I don't know how to enjoy life, I know how to live, I know how to survive and you have to do that. Some of us have to go, okay, this is all I know what to do, this is all I know how to live, this is all I know how to survive and blah blah blah. Like you could tell me right now, you could give me all the money in the world. And I, I have no idea what I would love to get into because all I know how to do was survive and succeed. I left my parents at sixteen. There was no grant, no money, no scholarship, no nothing. It was like, "Hey, you're on your own. What would you like to get into?" It's like I have no idea. I just, I just, just want to leave. You know, growing up where I came from, my old heads. Um, they died in their 30s, and we I got to say, oh, shit, he lived a good life. I didn't know anyone over 40 growing up, but that's my life. You know, that's my life. I'm just throwing shit out there. Um, people don't understand that. You know, it's just one of those, like... It's just, it's just hard, bro. It's hard to correlate, like, some people's lives to others and what they experience, what they're allotted... Like it sucks.
1: It sucks. Yeah, it's one of the one of the most impressive things that BV has taught me um, as as a as a man. You know, seeing the world through a, like I said earlier, a completely different lens, and learning about life and the way that other people grew up. Because I grew up super pedestrian. I mean, as normal yeah. as as I think of normal to be when you you know, you see the, the white male teenager on TV type of a thing. It wasn't 90210, but it was, you know, you know, it wasn't like 90210 on TV, but it was, it it, it was, you know, um, a suburb lifestyle, um, growing up. And it, it, that was just what I knew. I know, um, Matt, you said, you said, you talked about, you know, um, how others treated you growing up and, um, did did that have any impact, or what what kind of impact have you looking back on it? Um, can you see how it's um, affected how you live now and how you see the world now?
2: Oh, it definitely has. Um, you know, being as I said, sort of bullied and and stuff throughout like right throughout my sort of uh, primary school and teenage and, and sort of teenage years, it's uh, you sort of start to doubt yourself and. Um, you know, that, that still creeps into things that I do now. You know, there's times where I'm lucky I have, you know, uh, people like Brooke and, and, and that in my chapter that just say back yourself. Like you've got the right idea, just learn to back yourself. And I think that's something that I still have to deal with, you know, some, you know, 20-odd plus years, you know, down the track. Um, but it's also taught me to be – resilient
1: mm.
2: and that's one thing i've realized in bv there is that many resilient dudes out there oh, yeah. like oh, there's like, the some of the things that i've heard about people that are, you know that they've grown up what they've gone through in life and they're still here that's that's impressive like it's you know some people would have tapped out mm. but they're still here so that's one thing that I've been able to learn from a lot of people in years is how to be resilient, but it also, what I went through taught me to be resilient too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, I think there's a lot of strengths that I have now um, that I can lean on, um, that I've, I've taken away from, you know, what I went through. You know, everyone has their own story and everyone takes away different things um, from, you know, what they've gone through. But, yeah, you I suppose uh, someone that I'm quite close with here uh, in in the the industry that I'm in, uh, in sort of the sports scene, and he's a competitive bodybuilder, and he's always said to me, you grow through what you go through. Mm. And I think that's that's something that's sort of I think about a lot. You come through adversity and then you've learned something, you know, you've learned a new skill or you've learned a new way of thinking or, or whatever it might be to get you through it next time. Um, yeah, it's it's I love yeah, that. It was, I think just you saying this, what you said early on before we sort of opened up, got me really thinking about some of this sort of stuff. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool to think back how far you've come. And I think there's a lot of people that should be proud of how far they've come.
1: Yeah. Do you think? And this is just me ah! off the top of my head thinking. Right. Um, <laughs> Raiders having a moment there. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, because I cause I, cause I agree. Like, I've been on miles since I was 16, so I, I definitely get that sentiment. It's like. I didn't have the that that choice to be, um, like, my birthday was you know August thirty first. I left my parents at sixteen December. That like three months later, and so it's like, some of us don't get that choice. Some of us don't get to go. Oh, well, being set off, you know. Like, my parents literally thought I was gonna fail. And I'd come back home. I have not spent a night in my parents' home since I left at 16. That was 20 years ago. Some of us are driven. Some of us are hell-bent on proving our parents wrong. Some of us are just completely okay with going, I can take care of myself at 16, 17, 18, 19. So I I love what he's saying. I I agree, like, I was an adult at 16, months into me being 16. So. Yeah.
1: Do you think that that's had an effect on um, how you parent, uh, the, the way that you, um, you are as a parent right now, um, the way that you approach parenthood based off of your experience when you were 16 or younger?
0: Yes and no. So I love that question. I love that I get to go – I love that I get to compare, like, because I get to say, and I'm, this isn't a reach. This isn't a. I sold drugs with my parents, right? And that sucks. It sucks to say, right? Like, at twelve years old, I have to cut rocks, bag them, all that shit, blah, 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 the whole night. I come from a different era. Um, I could never hold my my kids to that standard, but I like to push them, right? I like to make sure that they kind of grow into adulthood. So I'm just like, hey, I sold drugs with my parents. You should just experience other people selling drugs, you know, avoid it, blah, blah, Um, No, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard because you can't relate to this generation. And I'm, I'm knocking on 40s door, but it's, it's just for those. It's like, I get to see my kids Deal with shit that I could have never. I, I'm not the... Um, oh, it's like they say. I, I don't deal with peer pressure. To me, no is no. Um, you'll never smooth talk me into anything. You'll never peer pressure me into anything. I'm locking key. It's just like, nah. But then I see this generation. They're, they're like sweet talked into everything. I was like, it's scary. It's scary watching your kids get talked into... Random bullshit. Yeah. But if we're just talking on that, now nah, I think my kid's are okay. I would say my kid's are okay because people always hit you with that um, oh my God, what is that term? It's like a, I'm a product of my environment, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I came from the shit, but I chose to learn. I chose to be different. I chose to be cultured. Chose, so, no. Miss me with that, I'm a product of my environment shit. Like, no, you can choose to be better than where you grew up from. Because I I did that. I came from the nastiest, the guttiest, the worst places in Philadelphia, and I chose to be better than that. So I don't want to hear that I'm a product of my environment shit. And my kids will never be. The same way they don't say yeah or yep, I'm always like, (laughs) you mean yes? You mean yes? Because that's what we say right here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I remember those days. Uh, yeah, you know, it was like, <laughs> I, yep, I remember those days.
0: Is, yep, I mean, yes.
1: Well, yeah. and it's it's funny too because I look back on my completely different existence than what you had and uh, the way that I grew up. But the, oh, the, and we've talked, yeah. We've that, talked. Gen, but that this generation that that we were um, back back in, and I and I think it's a bigger it's a, it's a wider gap back in those days. You know, if you grew up in the late seventies, early eighties, still, that was a, uh, that was a certain generation that, right. you know, you went, you you, like you went through things passage. a little differently than the kids today do. And
0: oh, yeah. it was like a rite of passage.
1: Yeah. And as a parent, there was that. And I, and I, re, I've said this so many times before, and I use this as an example when I was, when I was back in law enforcement days where, you know, <clears throat> I would talk to the parents and the, it's the strangest feeling in the world. I'll tell you when you're 23, 24 years old and you're going to a house where there's a domestic disturbance between a teenager and their parent and the parent is in their late thirties or forties. And I'm trying to tell the parent how to parent better. And I'm 24 years old and it's just weird. Yeah. And the kid is only seven years younger than me, you know? Um, in some cases, even less than that, and it's a, it's a weird thing. But there was that there was that switch somewhere in the in the eighties where parents decided that it was okay to be their kid's friend. And uh, this is a whole different topic we've talked about before. Yeah, uh, it was easier to parent that way for some, you know, for that for that short <laughs> term. It was easier to say, yeah. you know, to try and be their friend and and not discipline them the way that, you know, and smack the hell out of them the way that we got smacked the hell out of. And um, And so now, you know, times have changed so much that um, it's. I think a lot of the kids that are growing up today don't face the, they don't they don't have that internal facing of the the adversity. I used to same way. I think you've talked about and and it probably had to be something similar to for you, Matt, as well. That when somebody told you no, or when you're when you had a parent that yelled at you and and said that you know and you and they were angry with something and they didn't believe in you 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 had that internal thing that said oh just wait i'm going to show you and it drove you and it pushed you and now it's there's so much of this generation right now that's like well why don't you love me well why don't you and it's it's that and i don't know where where that what where or why that happened but it's changed the way that people are being brought up and oh yeah it makes it so much more difficult because that's how i grew up and so I know that, you know, apparently I can't say those things as a parent now. Um, I can't come down on them and try to push them that way through those words because yeah. then it's just not right for me to say. And
0: yeah, it, it turns into a whole different uh, demographic. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
1: Matt, do you know, I'll just, off the top of my head, I was just thinking, um, do you think that – the the adversities and the ways that people treated you with the bullying you said uh, growing up, has that had a direct impact on the fact that you um, find physical fitness such a huge part of your life now?
2: Yes. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Yes. It's, um, like for, I suppose for me, for a long time I let it hurt me. And I've just felt sorry for myself, and then I realized, well, no one's going to help me. The only person who's going to change my current oh, circumstance yeah. is me. Oh, yeah.
0: It
2: happens. And that's when I discovered the whole training thing and the way it made me feel and the other, impact, you know, the other parts of my life that it had a positive impact on. And it's just become a way of life ever since. Like it's something I do – Daily, Correct. in some capacity. And that's sort of like my non-negotiable.
1: How, um, what, other, what other ways has it impacted your life?
2: Oh, it's made me driven in many other facets. Um, like I also find just like my, ment- like my mental space. If I don't train for a couple of days, if I've been ill or whatever and I haven't trained, mm. I just feel flat mentally and not only physically. Mm. Um, and once I train and sort of, I feel like I could be in a, in a horrible mood, I could go and train. And all of a sudden, I'm sort of refocused, recentered, and I can sort of tackle something again. Um, so I've used it as, as a form of therapy, I suppose, to a degree. You know, not everyone quite understands understand. that. You know, some people see the vanity side of the whole training thing and, and what have you. But there's also a, a very big mental aspect to the whole training, whether it's setting yourself a goal. I want to, you know, squat or bench X amount of weight and working your ass off until you get there. Uh, whether it's you know I, I want to be able to look a particular way whatever it might be there's so many ways you can use the fitness side of things to set goals smash goals and then translate that into setting goals and smashing goals in other parts of yeah, your life whether it's, business, it whether it's family yeah. whether whatever it might be it's um it's helped me to be able to yeah as it put that towards how i how I run like I, it's not my store but I treat it like it's my store because I take pride in everything I do but you know, the shop that I run, um, it, it's, it helps me set goals. So, like I frame and sake, I'm currently, uh, I run the fastest growing store in my state. Mm. Um, yes, yeah. And that's that's purely off the back of my drive. I know it's not my store, but I set yeah. myself a goal, and and I wasn't going to stop till I hit it. But that's only because I've learned something through my training in setting goals and. Using that drive, and f- I suppose in finding a way to enjoy the process, it's not so much the end goal. You get too fixated on the end goal; it's it's hard because it can be a lengthy process. So you've got to sort of find ways to enjoy the process getting there, and makes getting there even more enjoyable. Yeah,
1: wow. you, you know, it's funny. Um, this is some, something that I I don't, and we're, while we're talking <laughs> about. Or well, we're talking about things that you know that, okay. that we've never you know specifically talked about uh, with other people and stuff before. Uh, something you said there when you're talking about drive and you talk about uh, where it's affected other parts of your life, there's, there's a piece of um, there's a piece of my life that I look back on now, and I see it as a complete positive, but at the same time, I see it as how it has negatively affected my life as well, um, and it's it's one of those weird, um, it's it's just this mind trip in my for, for my life that I'm still to this day trying to deal with and trying to sort out where the, where a happy medium can be, and and that is that once what, during the entire time that I was in law enforcement, um, there was a time period early on where I was super focused on being physically fit. Um, I was simultaneously, you know, on the SWAT team for years, uh, a SWAT sniper. I was doing bike patrol. I was doing all sorts of stuff. I had the department's first ever DUI stop on a bike. Uh, <laughs> why in the world the guy actually pulled over for me? I have no idea, but, but um, so it, it was physical fitness was a huge thing in my life. And then, um, then I got to a point where it was less important to me, and I, as I focused on other areas of my life. But then there was the t- there was that period where when I when it got to the point of the last couple of years of my career, and when my daughter was my youngest daughter was born, and I knew that I wanted to probably try to try to retire within the next couple of years once I hit my 20 years, and because she was born with Down syndrome, it it helped me see life through a completely different lens than I had ever seen before. My first three kids, you know, they grew up and they were all at a certain age. And then there was a 10 year gap before my, my youngest was born. But seeing life through the smile that she had, even though the struggles that she had and um, seeing that through there, uh, it completely transfixed how I saw things. And so when time came for me to retire, I uh, when it, when I was able to retire to be stay-at-home dad, the the huge positive for me was now I get to be a stay-at-home dad and play with her and see her every morning. I get to wake up to that smile every day. I get to see her grow. I get to spend all this time. And that was such a huge positive. But as I look back, there's one part of my life that that changed, and that was I became – a person who was more focused on saying, "Take your time." I used I would say, "There's no need to be in a hurry." It was live your life. There, like you said, it goes by too fast. Take the time to enjoy it. And so my whole mindset changed, and it was like slow, but slow down. And I went from ninety miles an hour every place I had to go. I used to drive, you know, super duper fast. I used to walk super fast. And everything about it changed. I go. I would started walking slow. I started just enjoying the, you know, thinking that I was enjoying those things. Now looking back on it, it was. It's. It seems like that's when things changed physically for me as well. Because now I wasn't staying as physically fit. I gained a bunch of weight. Uh, simple things changed, like just walking distances. When I would walk to from a parking lot to a. To a building if it was a quarter mile or a half mile. When I'm walking with groups of people, it was, it was more of a struggle for me to keep up with them. Even though I felt like I was walking in step with them, it was like my stride or something changed. And those things changed because it was less important to me that oh, yeah. I, I was trying to convince yeah. myself that I was relaxing and slowing down and enjoying life. Oh, yeah. But what I was doing instead was letting the body fall apart and... Not in thinking that I was doing it for a reason, and it was slowing, and I was enjoying things and slowing my life down. It's it's come with a flip side. It come, it's come with a negative to it, and that's something that I've been trying to. It's it's been a huge struggle for me to fix in the last few years. Just oh, yeah. just putting it out there. It's it's a weird oh, thing no. when you're talking about physical fitness. You're talking about how it's changed because I used to be that type A personality go 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 let's do this let's do this let's do, this. Let's do this. and now i'm so much more I'm, I'm so much more hey dude let's just hey slow up there's no need to be in a hurry
0: yeah it's one of those like oh well, we'll see where it goes when it goes
1: yeah and but i but i also see the negative side of it now because i struggle in so many other ways um that i didn't used to struggle in so oh yeah that's that's one of my huge um, that's that's one thing that's that's really changed for me in my life.
0: Yeah, and you just gotta, you know, you just gotta stay on it, man. Just gotta stay on it. It's one of those. It's one of those. Like, I have my vices. Every, we all have our vices. It's like we want to give up this, but we kind of have this that holds us to it. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know uh, what. <laughs> I don't know when, when, and if Popeye is even going to join us. <laughs> I have no idea. I keep, oh yeah, shit. I Popeye keep, was totally supposed to join Yeah, we're I, like, I, I an keep. Hour ago. Yeah, I keep looking back on things, and here we are. Uh, what are we? Forty-five minutes in. Forty-eight minutes in. Oh yeah, uh, we're,
0: we're almost yeah. like at our hour cap.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll see if he joins us at all. <laughs> uh, if the conversation flows past an hour, we can flow. But um, so one of the things that um, one of the things that's that's that I just wanted to touch on a little bit was um, how we seem to focus so much on uh, in the beardy community, and this is one of my big things is too, is that I, I wanted to push from day one, obviously the brotherhood, but I wanted us to, I wanted to be a part of something and to um, say one of the one of the things that I always tenets that I get that I always live my life on, and then it came it comes all the way back to. like I said, when that little mind mind flip happened in my 20s, that I always wanted to make people happy. And I always felt like my day wasn't done unless I was able to put a smile on somebody's face. And it could be something as simple as opening a door. It could be something as simple as picking something up. It could be you know whatever it was. I always wanted to find a way to surprise somebody or to make somebody's day or to make them happy. And so fast forward into, into adult life and now, with through B v, seeing the opportunities that are out there to help out through charity and all this stuff, that's become a very big focus, I know, in many of our lives in what we do. But yeah. it's it, I think it's really important that we don't forget that the other component of what it is is that brotherhood. and um, that we need to make sure that we don't let our brothers down. We don't let the other the other half of that equation go down. Um, in the effort to help charity out, help other people out. But we need to think about the brotherhood aspect and see what more we can do to be there for our brothers and to be aware that our brothers aren't always going to shout out. They aren't always going to raise their hand and say, you know, hey, I need help. But um, sometimes it's just a simple reach out, and you're going to discover that, hey, somebody needs something.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, you should always go in uh, to any of these meets with a grain of salt. You know, it's like, hey, I'm running a craft, but I'm probably going to learn many other things in between. So, you should, if you see robots, listen, just <laughs> learn all the things. Learn the flags, learn the, the, the culture, learn wherever you are, learn the things. Learn everything that surrounds you. And these meets.
1: Sure. What's, what's that been like for you, Matt, um, as far as? the now that you're in a leadership position, um, do you, do you notice or do you feel uh, more of a responsibility that, uh, that you need to be aware of all those other people around you and, and, uh, how their lives are going?
2: hundred percent. Um, and, and again, sometimes I'm, I'm a bit hard on myself. Obviously we all have lives outside of B, BV, um, and times can get pretty crazy with his family work, what have you, whether you've got your own stuff going on and, you know, then you're sort of in the back of your mind, you know, you might not have heard from someone in a chat for a few days and so you go to reach out. So, it's, yeah, there's definitely that that balance of taking care of your own business but then also making sure that you are available um, for your chapter members and, and, you know, people you're close with outside of your chapter. Like, it's one thing I – I don't regret doing, I wouldn't say that's probably not the right way to put it, but like, what I'm thankful for, I suppose, is, is that I have reached out to as many people as I can. And there's still so many people I'd love to get to know outside of, of Australia, um, you know, to to have a lot of close people that I would, I would happily call family that aren't even in my own chapter. Oh, yeah. Like, I've got, like, I, I, like I, I love the dudes in my chapter, they're, they're, they are my brothers. But to be able to call, other people outside of Australia, family as well. Um, I never thought in a million years I'd have that. And I don't. Know, I wonder whether people utilise this brotherhood to the best of its, uh, you know, to the best of its ability. Sometimes I feel like people sort of stick to their own chapter and they don't really venture outside and, and make the most of it. Because yeah. there's a massive world out there and there's so many people from all walks of life, you never know who you'll speak to and who might be able to shed some light on something you might be going through or has been through what you've been through or is going through what you're going through. Um, but you, you don't know unless you, you sort of put yourself out there. You know, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. That's cool. Move on to the next.
0: <laughs> oh, it, is yeah.
2: it is like when you're, yeah. when, you're, when, you're in a, when you're in a group that's this big, you're not going to be everyone's thing. You're not going to please everyone. Someone might think you're a dickhead. Whatever it might be, who cares? Move on to the next. You'll find someone you gel with. And you build a relationship with them.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a good. I mean, that's that's definitely a, a good point because to, I think a lot of times guys in, guys within the chapters or within the brotherhood think that that it's it's not okay if they there's somebody they don't get along with, and then they then because there's that person or there's 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 a couple people that they just don't get along with, they throw the whole thing out. They throw the whole brotherhood out, and it's just like these guys. These guys are just, and it's like anything else in life. There's going to be people that you just do or you don't get along with. Um, and I think you're right with the the aspect of taking advantage of what the Brotherhood can offer you and what you can offer the Brotherhood is so important if you don't go out of your comfort zone. If you don't, if you're afraid to reach out and talk to people in different cities, different states, different countries, um, you' you're, you're taking away, a huge component of what this thing can be and what it can teach oh, yeah. you yeah. yeah and radar, yeah. you're one of the most traveled villains that I know um I know that for you it's completely changed your life
0: oh yeah uh, being able to go i mean literally everywhere uh, I think I've got to experience b v in every country every continent I mean I got to experience bV in Europe the Latino countries, Canada, the States. you uh, have to come down to Australia. <laughs> you, you get an eyeful. You get, in, I mean, you get a hell of an experience. And it's one of those, it's just like, shit, are our problems really that bad? No. Um, you get to see it in every way, shape, and form. And it's like, okay, a lot of us are complaining about the least amount of shit. You know? Um... I've traveled more for BV than I have for the Army. And it's one of those. It's just like, man, I got to see this literally in every way, shape, and form. And I love it. I love the experience that I got to because, like, some of our issues here in the States aren't issues anywhere else. Mm. But some of the issues everywhere else aren't issues in the States. But you have to bring that. You know, you have to bring that to light. You have to go, hey, we don't take this shit as serious over there, <laughs> yeah. You kind of want to lighten up, you know. It's not that deep,
1: yeah. Yeah one one of the most amazing things I think, and and I've I've actually seen this in part through your travels um, as well that you've shared the videos that you've shared and the the charity things that you've done um, in other countries. Yeah. But one of the one of the coolest things that that I think is is a really neat eye opener for us uh, to recognize is the struggles that. At number one, the heart—the the heart that—and um, I and I just love saying it that way because it's like when I think back, this is selfish to me. Uh, when I start thinking about the heart of a villain, <laughs> the name of the show, uh, when I start thinking about what these guys do, what the heart—the the guys that are in BV, what their heart is about, and giving back and being a part of something big and um, helping helping others' lives, and I, I see the that there's a commonality all around the world um, that guys want to guys have an impact. They want to help out. But a, a, a step ahead of that is it's so easy for us here in the States to say, we want to help out, we go help out. We want to do this, you just go do it. But to see that that heart still is the same in other parts of the world, and yet they have so many roadblocks ahead of them in order to do that, they have government. They have all sorts of different roadblocks that say, "Well, if you want to do this, you have to do all these fifteen different steps before you can do it." And still they do, oh, yeah. and still they oh, do, yeah. and that's that's what's one of the most amazing things for me is, you know, it's not just going down to your local soup you know soup kitchen to help out and the the travel that these guys have to do that they uh, the 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 loopholes they have to jump through um, in some of the other countries to oh, yeah. just to help out. And they do it. I love that.
0: And sometimes it's just, it's not fair. It's like, we we just want to give back. We just want to give you all the things that we can't use. Why is this a problem? Like, why are you jamming us up? We just, we're, we're willingly wanting to donate things. Why is this a problem? It happens. It happens.
1: And then, yeah, and then yeah. you get into the political side of things too. We've got a chapter that had to be dissolved, um, because of political purposes. It. You know, yeah. uh, um, it's it's uh, it's just it's just sad that we don't live in a world where it's just it's easy to just if you have a heart for it and you want to help out. That there's there's so many things that are standing in your way of doing it.
0: Oh yeah, like I love uh, at the very least would be the when it comes to like what I don't do. It, it's one of those like, I love knowing that I know someone who knows everything about something, MBV. At the very least, what I don't know what you get out of this, but at least network. You know, at least get to know people, get to learn people who have skills. Get to, you know, appreciate bros who have trades and things like that. I didn't come in. I didn't come in this for any of those things. But I love knowing that. If I needed something from someone, I could find out from anyone across the world. I I love knowing that I have someone that knows everything about something. It's one of my my favorite things. I love it.
1: Do you find more often that you um, are reaching out to guys that are stateside or just is it just there's times where you're just randomly, you're just reaching out to guys all over the world that you, that you've met um, in some way, shape or form.
0: I, I think I hear, I think I hear from more people overseas. I, I, and I'm in the States and, and God, Jesus! I'm just going to say it. I don't know where, where you want to edit this, but (laughs) I told VK personally, it's us, it's the Americans. That fuck this up, right? We ruin BV, and it's the truth. It's <laughs> truth. all we worry about is rank, <laughs> rank structure, bullshit, blah blah blah. We the, the patch on your chest, wherever the fuck you stay. I don't care. My influence in BV on—I mean, I was chapterless for almost three years, right? I—I I, I can text. Our praise, like I, I, I uh, it, it's just it's just one of those. It's one of those. It's one of those. Like, ah, uh, it, it sucks. It, it, it's hard. It, it's hard to speak on. Because <laughs> I think about it. it's just like, you don't need a rank. You don't need a position. You don't need anything. As long as where you stand in this is influential to people, and people give a shit about what it is that you do, you'll have the support. You'll have the backing. You'll have everything. But when it comes to you just wanting a title and position, people are going to be like, oh, this dude, this dude is just after this shit. You know, This dude just, I don't know how to support this. I'm genuinely, I just give a shit. I don't care if you're a hopeful, a captain, a co-captain, a made-up ranks, whatever. I'm going to talk to you.
1: It's just support. Yeah, it's
0: just support. I just wish that like, everyone else did this shit, man. I wish that everyone else just spoke to bros for just being bros, man. Like I, I don't, yeah. I don't care where you stay on the totem pole.
1: Yeah, Matt, yeah. do you know? Um, and, and this is something that we don't face um, that you do, unfortunately, from where we're at. And I know that you have reached out, and you've you have connections um, like like so many of us do that that are overseas, that are that are outside of your country uh, that you can reach out to, but. Do you find it more difficult, uh, knowing that, that I, I, I don't know where, I, I guess what, what the exact part of my question is, but do you find it more difficult or more um, limiting, I guess, um, to feel like you're getting the full experience of BV because you living in Australia by itself, um, It's not some place that guys can easily travel to? Or it's not some place that you're easily able to travel from to get to all the other chapters. Is do you find that that's limiting, or are you able to still keep those connections and, and everything else that you have through other ways?
2: Oh, look, it's it's definitely tough. Um, it definitely adds another sort of wrinkle to things. Um, like when you sort of try and organise, you know, uh, an Australia-wide mate, it's you know your guys travelling you know multiple hours on planes to get to different you know to get to one venue um and it can be tricky to sort of navigate um to this day on my bucket list is to get over to the states to a world meet Uh, and there's a few other um sort of people and places that i I definitely want to get to um you know to whether it's to help out with a charity event that they run and and be a part of that and help out and um whether it's just to go and hang out and just you know shoot shit and just talk till midnight, you know. Um, but, yeah, definitely in Australia, it's, it's tricky for us as chapters um, being so far apart and it's part of the reason why New South Wales split. Mm-hmm. And we still got guys in, in, in my chapters that, you know, are five hours away. Mm. Jesus Christ. Um, so it's
0: Have you it's had tricky. anyone from the States show up in, in Australia?
2: Sorry? Has anyone in,
0: from the state or anyone else just
2: showed up in Australia? Uh, we in had a uh, we had a brother from who's part of the, the uh, Asian chapter come out. He was out here on holiday with his missus. Um, this was prior to COVID. Um, I mean, that's definitely closer than. Uh, but yeah, that's that's sort of uh, as about as far away as we've had someone travel uh, that I'm aware they of in Australia. Nights.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I, <laughs> I I got a passport now. It's just – it's one of those – you know, the, the sad thing is, I, I, I mean, I get that, you know, it's a, love
0: to go. It's like 20 hours on a Yeah, it's like
1: a 20-hour flight. So for some reason, just because you're sitting up in the air a little bit longer than another flight, it's going to be like three times the cost. I don't get that because – It's like 20 hours. Yeah, they're just pretty much in a glide slope when they're going around there. They're, they're just – I mean, yeah. it's not – it doesn't the really the technically the cost – it shouldn't cost the airline that much more to be able to take you there than it does to a four-hour trip across the country, but um, I, maybe you it's not. It's
0: like twenty hours,
1: but it's twenty, 20 hours, and it, they 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 kill you for that. They quadruple the cost of an air ticket, you know, an airline yeah, ticket. My
0: max here. has been like ten hours on a big ass plane, twenty hours. Holy
1: shit! Yeah, I did my first uh, my first intercontinental, I guess you'd call it or whatever it is. Uh, flight you know a month or two ago to England and that was uh, just about oh, yeah. s- that was seven that you s- win, bro. seven hours and um, i'm I was so you know the guys over there um, it, when you get somebody from a different country to come to your country it means something and uh, oh, yeah. they they treat they treat it and you 've been there you know um, treat you like gold um, oh. they treat you like gold and it 's um, Open arms, open hugs. You know, it's it's all about. That's when you really can see that brotherhood part of it. And I I wish that guys, there there's guys that I know. It's a money thing for a lot of people. You can't, guys can't do those those international trips. You know, all the time, or even you know, it's a once in a lifetime for some people. But
0: if that's why we plan a year in advance. Yeah, but out. but
1: if guys if guys aren't at least trying to utilize, you know, the time that they can get to. Uh, hop in a car when they know that when there is an event that's only about two hours away or three hours away, if they, yeah. if they're not giving themselves that opportunity to meet people outside the chapter, it, it makes you, it just, it hurts. It really does. It hurts my heart to see because you know what they're missing out on.
0: Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah.
1: Well, definitely Matt, we there, there's, it's definitely a bucket list uh, item and uh, to cut, to get over there. But, um, just, uh, same for me to get over get over there too. Well the 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 rumors the rumors are next year. Uh, there's a, there's a place down south here in the states that might have the world meet. It's going to be. It hasn't been announced officially, I don't think, because they usually do that at the at the previous world meet.
0: Louisiana.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you want to plan for a year out, if you can f- find a way to make that happen, uh, we'll 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 go down and Louisiana. see you down there for sure. Um.
2: I think that's going to be probably the best bet to be able to sort of get to one event where I can sort of try and meet as many people in one place as possible uh, without sort of having to take out a a massive bank loan to be able to afford a big trip.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, you try, what you do is you, you go to one place and you tell everybody, you know, I will be in this place. I'm going 20 some hours. If you can't go 10 hours or eight hours to come see me, I don't know what to do for you. You know, it's, it's um, it's we'll a it's, ride, a, it's, a, it's we'll a car ride. ride it's a car ride for us to get down there so um right. yeah we'll we'll find it we'll find our way down there if we know you're coming for sure um i know i already i'm already planning on being there but uh love to see you down there but yeah it's it's what it is man it's 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 part of this it's all it, there there's this huge circle man it just comes back around we start talking about reflection and um what we want to do how we want to be remembered and um where we want our place to be you know what we want to, where, where how we want to be remembered for the life that we live, how how we want to be remembered for um, within the brotherhood, for the guys whose lives we've touched, um, but also the lives that have touched ours um, by the people that we've met. Thanks. Too often, I think guys don't recognize. I think it's a it's an issue with men. Number one is r- recognizing and admitting that your life has been touched in a positive way by somebody else's. Because we have to be these big burly men, and and um, if if life has taught me anything over the last several years, it's that time moves quickly, and it's that Ferris Bueller line, you know, (laughs) time moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, it's going to pass you by. But oh yeah, but people move in and out of our lives unexpectedly. And I think it's really important that, um, that we, we recognize that that's the case, that people are going to move in and out of your life, and sometimes they're going to move out of your life for good when you least mm-hmm. expect it. And so it's extremely yeah. important for us to take the time when we're there, in the moment, to let people understand, let people know what they mean to us, let people know... How they've impacted us in in a in a positive way. Because yeah. you never know if you're not gonna get that chance again.
0: Oh, I agree. Totally agree.
1: Well, I we've we've been at this about an hour, uh a little over now. Um and we still haven't <laughs> seen Popeye, so I'm not sure. I uh, hope he's okay. I don't know if he's joining. I don't think he's joining. I, I hope he's okay. Um yeah. I'll reach out to him. Too. There's a yeah. We all need to reach out to him after this is done. Yeah. Um, I there's a there's a video, a short little video clip that I want to play uh, from a and it's a something that I've It came across my my uh, social media um, and made me go out and watch this show, uh, the Ricky Gervais show Afterlife. And I, I love I love him. Uh, I love his comedy, even though it's just completely wrong sometimes. But I love that part oh, of it. God. But there's there's this scene that I've seen jump across social media over the last several months uh, from one of the episodes, and I get chills every time I see it because it is such a great message about about giving back, about paying it forward and about legacy, about, you know, leaving behind something that matters through your actions and not caring for being, uh, being, not caring for getting credit, not caring for any of that stuff that doesn't matter, but knowing that you made a difference and doing it when you can. And so I just want to take a second, this will probably on YouTube later Mm -hmm. after the fact, get, uh, get, Marked or something, Uh, but I just want to play this because I love this clip. And anybody that's anybody that's uh, here watching live, um, just pay close attention to this. Go out there and watch this thing later if you want to this this show because it's really touching. Um, But this clip, I just love. And I gotta play. Got to go to this clip here. Go to this screen here to play it.
0: That's all there is. Happiness is amazing. It's so amazing, it doesn't matter if it's yours or not. It's that lovely thing. A society grows great when old men plant trees, the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people.
2: That's it, the end.
1: I love that. Good people do things for other people. That's it. The end. And And when, yeah, when she says that, uh, society grows great. Good men plant trees, the shade of which they'll never see. Thinking ahead and doing things that are going to be lasting, I think that speaks so well to what we can be and what we can what we can strive for. Um, Oh yeah, I, I, I I love that message. I love that message. Well, I, I, I want to give you guys, since you guys have have come on with me and um, just just kind of poured, opened yourselves up a little bit, peeled back some scabs a little bit. Um, I, I, I want to give you guys each a chance to just kind of send any closing messages about any of the topics that we've talked about tonight. Um, Matt, I'll, I'll I'll start with you, Matt. What is there any, any last messages you want to leave for the guys?
2: I think it's just use. This brotherhood to the to its fullest. Not many blokes out there, or, or sorry, I know as a bit of an Aussie term, but there's not many guys out there that can um, that that have what we have, that are a part of what we're part of, that have the ability to know that they've got someone in their corner, pretty much 24 hours a day. There's someone I'm sure there's most people contact someone in a different time zone. So really, you're never alone, and not many guys have that. So utilize it. Get to know people. Be proud of what you got. Be respectful of one another. It's um, yeah. I think that's sort of that's
1: all I got. But yeah, I think it's it's well said. Yeah. Well said. What about you, Ray? Are any final closing thoughts? I mean <laughs> aside from my
0: usual saying, I just think that like I wish more of us would speak out on um being who we are genuinely. I think if we were transparent enough to, to speak on what we go through, we'd have more guys just, you know, resonate with someone's message. You know, it's just like, hey, I I have a great life, but I go through my shit, you know? I I just wish more people would, more guys would be able to say that. I wish more guys were comfortable saying, I have my problems. I have my issues. Um, I deal with things. You know, at the end of the day, we're human, man. Like, I can practice and preach that positivity shit all day. But I have my issues, you know. I I deal with things. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a citizen of this fucking city that's chaotic. Um, I just wish that we would we would accept going, I have my bad days too. That's all I wanna say. Like I just wish that some of us really like I, I'm not here to project a highlight rail. I own my shit and I love owning my shit to the masses. I love that people go, Oh shit, radar is is a regular ass dude, you know? Because I, I, I put my shit out there. I'm not giving you every detail, but I love going, Hey, I have my bad days just as much as the next. I just wish a lot of us did that. Just wish a lot of us did that. Yeah. Too many of us live in the social media world and highlight reels. (laughs) Be be real, be transparent. Just, just, you don't got to give everyone a hundred percent of your shit, but just tell people that you go through shit.
1: Yeah. That's it. That's well said, man. Well said. Um, this may be this may be the first of uh, many of these episodes. Um, I love these conversations that we have. Like I say when we don't know where they're going to go, um, we'll yeah. have to we'll we'll definitely have to have another one where we re reinvite uh, Popeye back.
0: Best conversation,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah they're the best conversation. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're gonna have to definitely reinvite Popeye back to see if he wants to come on at another time, and we'll do an, another episode part two. And we'll, yeah, we'll... that
0: four foot beard having son of a bitch, I love him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. I love Papa. I yeah. do too. So, yeah. but I, I know
2: that man was my saving grace during COVID.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. He tucks his beard <laughs> into his waistline. I love him.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's good, dude. Good dude. Um, and I know he's got. I know he's got a lot of thoughts on this too. Um, these these topics as well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And he's a veteran. We talk all the military talk. I, I love him. He's no. someone that I go to. And someone that I respect.
1: So yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right, gentlemen. Well, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'll, I can let you guys go, and then I've got a little bit more business to to attend to. I want to talk about a couple of really cool, um, very needed um, items that are that are going up, uh, trying to raise some money for some for some causes right now, um, because of some uh, some health health scares and loss uh, within our our BV community. Uh, so I'm going to yeah. cover that in just a few minutes, but. Uh, and like I said, I'm sure that there's there's others um that I'm unaware of or that I'm forgetting that aren't that are affected by some of this stuff too. So I, I hate to make it happen. I, I don't want to leave anybody yeah. out, but uh there's two specifically that I that I want to address tonight I know of. So uh guys, thanks so much uh for coming on yeah, here. You, bro. Uh Matt, I really appreciate, I appreciate having us on. Matt, I especially you. appreciate you being out there and the outside so we can listen to those beautiful birds chirping. Uh, <laughs>
2: oh, That's no, I hope it wasn't no too disturbing in the background.
1: No, it's been awesome. I I love. It's like it makes me feel like I'm in some place tropical and it's beautiful. So
0: it, it, it's usually me out on the yeah. Like, it is. Like, it would have been
1: really me. cool for both of you guys to be out there chirping birds <laughs> and, and I'm down here closed off in the studio. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh,
2: look, I appreciate you having having me on here and, and uh, allowing me to I suppose open up and yeah. At the end of the day, as Radar was saying, you can only be be you, be open. Be genuine. So,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hey, have a great night. Thanks so much for taking the time Good out there. with me. Uh, I, I will. We'll, we'll continue these conversations. Uh, I'm, I'm sure in the coming hours and days, for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again so much. See you guys. All right. Take care. Okay,
2: Stay up. All right.
1: Time, Man, that was fun. A lot of fun. Um, I love. I love engaging in these kind of conversations with guys. Um I just I, I I don't I don't get a chance to do it it seems like too often. Um, but I, I just love it. I love it. And uh these guys when they open up and they're they're willing to talk about stuff, um, it's a perfect example of how important this brotherhood can be. Uh so I do want to acknowledge a couple things. Uh as I mentioned earlier, uh, while we were at the West Coast meet, one of our brothers, Mike, um, had a big health scare. And uh, he made it to the meet-and-greet, um, and after the meet-and-greet, um, he didn't make the event uh, on Saturday night at the West Coast meet. Come to find out, he was taken to the hospital, uh, and he suffered what, uh, what's been described as an aneurysm. And it's been posted in our chats, uh, his health conditions, and it's been kind of up and down. Uh, he sounds like he's on the mend, but it's going to be a slow, slow process um, through, through his rehab. And so I wanted to share with everybody a way that has been created to help give back a little bit. And um, one of the ways that um, has been set up to give back, the okay. Bearded Villains wow. Las Vegas guys uh, go came up with... Uh, came up hey, with a patch, and it's in a pre-sale mode right now. Um, what they're going to do is it's a ten dollar, it's a ten dollar patch. Um, you can pay it. I believe the PayPal is directly to Mike's uh, PayPal, which is www.paypal.me forward slash his last name K N O K E, Michael, K N O K E Michael. And uh, they would like for you to send a screenshot of your pay uh, to Captain Cola, <laughs> at Cola BVLV, Las Vegas Captain. Send a screenshot to him on, on live online. Let him know that you've paid. Uh, I know that as of yesterday, at some point, they almost had uh, $500 already uh, in sales from these patches. Very cool. Uh, but it shows him with the guitar, the uh, guitar, and it's his encore patches—the way to describe it. So, if you have any questions, reach out to Las Vegas um, and figure out if you just send them any questions that you have. Uh, he's got a long road to recovery, but so far as we know, things are things are trending upward, just a little slower than we'd like. And then uh, the other thing that I want to talk about, just real quick, here locally, um, here locally, here in Indiana. One of our brothers in Southern Indiana, and um, this was going to be uh, one thing that I know that Popeye was going to touch on just a little bit, talking about loss and um, how you know life, how life just changes in in a flick of a switch type of a situation. Uh, one of our brothers um, down in Southern Indiana, uh, Brent Alm, lost his wife um, in a car accident earlier this week, and. Obviously, anything, anytime, something tragic like that happens in just the blink of an eye, it changes not only um, his life, the kid's lives, but everybody that knew uh, that knew her. And so, his she was a member of the Villanettes, and the um, her best closest friends um, have created a pin, and I wanted to share this with you as well. Um, her name was Kelly, and she was she was so fun. She was so fun. She uh, many of you people will uh, hear, and the, their listeners may remember. There's a couple of times when she has taken part in the one word challenge over the years, um, and reached out. And so we um, we definitely want to honor her and uh, her life um, spent very well spent and so short, but. Uh, they are, they've are they created a limited edition pin, uh, the cost of which is only $5. It's only $5. Um, this post that they created, um, and we're talking about Puzzle's wife, Fran. Uh, if you know Puzzle, you know Fran. You know the family. Um, she's in charge, it looks like, of, of creating this. And she has Cash App, PayPal, and Venmo ways that you can pay for this pin. Um, the description says... Uh, The pin's unique design is a tribute to Kelly, our sweet unicorn sister, and all of her rainbow beauty. The hashtag legitimately is in honor of one of Kelly's signature catchphrases. Uh, So to purchase, uh, just reach out to Fran um, on IG. She's at Fran underscore Gypsy, G-Y-P-S-Y, at Fran underscore Gypsy on IG. And she'll walk you through paying for it in one of three different ways: Cash App, PayPal, or Venmo. Again, five dollars. These are limited, Uh, so I know that they've had a lot of response so far. Uh, I don't know how limited this is. I I, I understand that that they've been ordered, so it it's not specifically a pre pre order thing. So, um, reach out reach out to Fran if you can help out. um, These the when when you have an unexpected death in a family with kids. When you leave behind kids, it's um, it's a lasting a lasting effect, obviously, and so uh, unexpectedly. And they're looking, uh, we're looking for ways that uh, we can help out the family, obviously. So, uh, grab one of these pins if you can. Um, If you need, if you feel like you want to make another donation larger than just the five dollar pin, I'm sure that they can accept that as well. Just reach out to Fran. So, thinking of uh, those two families. Uh, in this time, obviously, uh, for sure. So that's what I wanted to mention uh, as far as the the merch items for this week. I just wanted to limit it to that. We've already been on the air for an hour and 25 minutes or so, uh, but a great discussion that we had tonight, and I think it's definitely one that we can continue on for sure. Uh, these, these This is a topic that's always evolving, and it's something that in my head, it's always there. It's always there. Thinking about, um, am I am I doing something that's going to change a life? Am I doing something? I always want to live so that I am doing that. I'm I'm making somebody somebody else's life better. I'm always trying that. I want to. That's what I want to do. I want to make somebody's. I want to live my life to make somebody else's life better. And so, um, I, I will say this. One of one of my favorite um, kind of remembrance phrases, and this this kind of goes directly toward Kelly right now uh, for those that, that knew her well um, and know, know that this is the truth, it's been said that the best thing that can be said about somebody after they pass away um, is that they made someone else's life better. And that when you think of them, that that's, you know for a fact that they made your life better by knowing them. That that person made someone else's life better by knowing them. And looking around social media, looking around Instagram, looking around Facebook, looking around all the ways, um, I think that's very apparent. That's, very, that's, been, that's been very apparent. And so um, we remember, Kelly. Uh, wish the family well in these, uh, these coming days that I know are going to be very difficult. So, um, guys, I, that's, that's what I've got for you tonight. I appreciate those of you who are still here hanging out uh, with us and um, just pass on uh, the message of this show. Um, and and those, the people that are not here with us tonight... Um, pass this message on. Tell them to go out there and listen to this episode. Um, It'll be out there on the standard podcast platforms um, later tonight for people to listen to or on YouTube if they want to catch it uh, at some other time out there as well. But guys, you know, uh, this is going to wrap up. Episode 179 of The Heart of a Villain. From the start to the I want to challenge you guys, as I always do, to be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. Most important words I say every week, guys, the same again, please remember them. Well, remember it's okay. Not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember it's okay. Not to be okay. Well, guys, have a great night. Have a great weekend this weekend. I'll see you back here for episode 180 next week. Until then, take care. Stay safe.
0: From the start to the